Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yom Yishur. Today Yishur is Daf Chaf. We will begin on Chaf Amur Aleph. Let's begin at the Mishnah. Today's Mishnah is not dedicated. Anyone who would like the suit of dedicating it, please contact Mr. Ralph Sen. Says the Mishnah. Klal Amru B'Yemama. Kol Shayu Isur Erva Lo Cholatzot V'Lo Mitmavot. We're talking here a general rule about Yivamot. So if the lady and the brother-in-law, who she's supposed to marry, are Isur Erva to each other, they're in Isur Erva, examples of Isur Erva include a sister and other ones, then, there's no need for Chalitza or Yibum. Isur Mitzvah, Isur Kudusha, the Gemara will explain what these things are. The Mishnah will also explain what they are. If it's an Isur Mitzvah, the girl on the brother-in-law are Asur in a Mitzvah, or Asura of Kedusha, then the Cholzot v'lo miyamot, then they need Chalitza, but they're not allowed to do Yibu. Achota, oh, welcome. Achota, if it's a sister, we'll see what this means soon, Shehi Yibimta, who is, no, Achota means the sister of the girl, who is your Yivama, Cholzot v'lo miyamot, we're talking about a particular case over here, where, Says Rashi, Shalavat Kashihi Vimta. Gone, for example, look at Rashi. Shinafla Shte Achayot Mishne Achim Haachot. Right? Two brothers, case of Reuben and Shimon married Rachel and Leah, two sisters. Okay? And one of them is your Erva. Either Rachel alone is an Erva to you, and the other one is not. She's a sister, or she's a, what's it called? She's a something to you. Okay? Reuben and Shimon marry Rachel and Leah. They both die, and now they both, Rachel and Leah, the sisters fall in front of Levi. One of them is related to Levi, and the other one is the sister of her. That's the case, okay? So in that case, Echotosh Yivimah, Cholzot Omeyavot, Yu Chalitza O Yibum. For the sister, the sister, you can do both. Right? Because since, since the, the one who's related to you, let's say Rachel's related to you, not Leah. So since the one who's related to you is so related, like Erva, she's fully related, so she, you, you don't need to do Chalitza or Yibum on her. So she, since you do nothing on her, so her co-wife, she's not, it's not her co-wife, it's her, she was never a co-wife with her, she's a, if it's a co-wife, then, you, she, then she's out. But she's not a co-wife, she's just a, 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 a sister-in-law for also falling, a kozika, okay. right, understand? And therefore she's good, she can do Chalitza or Yibum. Okay. Isur Mitzvah, what is the Isur Mitzvah? Shiniyot. That's the, the, the Rabbanan Arayot. Besides for the regular Arayot, the 15 that we have, there's also some the Rabbanans. There's a few examples of them. Let's say a grandmother. I think they say grandmother. But we'll, tomorrow we'll say what they are. Okay, so these are Shiniyot, Midivrei Sofrim. That's rabbinic ones, okay? Okay. And Isure Kedusha, what's Isure Kedusha? Amana the Kohen Gadol, it's Amana to a Kohen Gadol, and a Gushan Chalutza the Kohen Idiot. Like a Kohen Gadol can't marry a widow, or a regular Kohen can't marry a divorcee, or a Mamzeret, 
or Natin. We'll see what that is soon. Li Yisrael to Yisrael can't marry Mamzeret or Natin, and or or Bat Yisrael and Tino Mamzeret. All those if, in all those cases, that's Isur Kedusha that we said you need Chalitzan Naimu. Okay. So Gemara asks the first question. We said we have a general rule. We should not start off with a general rule. If you start off with a general rule, what's the point of the general rule? What do you learn from that general rule? Usually you just say the rule. Why are you saying there's also a general rule? You must be including an extra case. says, It's coming to include the case of Tzarat Ailonit. Remember we had the Ailonit case? Ailonit is the girl who can't have kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it comes to include that even though... Welcome, Shimshin. Okay, you made it. Okay, just in time for the Gemara. What? Okay, fine. So it's coming to Salat Ayunit. So the Salat Ayunit, not, not only are these the Ervaz Asur, so since we said Klal, a general rule, it's going to include an extra lady. Who else besides the, the 15 ladies of Erva are included? Answer, it's the, the co-wife of the Ailonit. And not only, according to Erva, not only is the she patur, she doesn't do chalitza or yibum. The Ikidami, others say the opposite. Others say the Klal is coming to exclude her. That, so according to Rav Asi, who holds that she's patur, it's coming to include them. And the others who disagree with Rav Asi will say, that's only who's asur erva. That's the the sarah becomes asur. Halo But if it's not erva, meaning let's say an ailonit, who the reason why she's asur in you is not because of erva, right? It's not because she has a separate erva, just because she's the achot ach. She's your brother's wife who doesn't get mutard. So therefore, sarah asira. According to this, it's coming to exclude the co-wife of an Ayolite. Either, according to Rav Asi, it's coming to include the Mishnah, when it tells you the Isur Erva, it's coming to include the Tzara of an Ayolite, and tell you that she also makes the Tzara Asur. Or, according to the anti-Rav Asi, it's coming to exclude her, and tell you that, no, her, her co-wife is Mutar, only the regular Erva is. Okay. Now we have the case of Achota Shihivimta. That's the case I told you about before, where you, two, Reuben and Shimon, listening, Reuben and Shimon marry Rachel and Leah. So two brothers marry two sisters. The two brothers die, and they fall in front of Levi. And it happens to be that Rachel, not Leah, but Rachel, one of the sisters, happens to be Levi's relative. It's his daughter or whatever. Okay? But, but the other one's not. And they both fall from you. So we said, and of course, being that Rachel, Reuben's wife, is Levi's daughter, it's not like she fell in front of Yibum. Because you don't do Chalitza or Yibum. So since she didn't fall in front of Yibum, her sister-in-law, Leah, can't do Chalitza or Yibum. Because it's not a co-wife. It's a sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. They're falling together but it's not a co-wife. It's just two brothers died, so therefore it's Mutar. That was the Mishnah. says, Achota Deman, whose sister is she? Ilema de Isur Mitzvah. If you want to say that she's the sister 
of a Isur Mitzvah, we said Isur Eva. If it was Isur Mitzvah, then Kevin the Marite Rami Kameh Paga Bachot Zikoto. If she's the sister of Isur Mitzvah, so Mid Oraita, you're allowed to you're allowed to you're allowed to marry her. Only Mid Rabbanan the Isur Mitzvah is a problem. And if so, when you marry the sister, you're marrying the sister of a lady who's zakuk to you, who's chained to you. And we had a whole machloket about that beforehand. So it seems like it's a mission against it. Ela achota di isur erva. Rather, it's talking about isur, the, the sister of an erva, that's why you're allowed to marry her. That's like we explained before. Okay? Isur mitzvah shenuyot. We said, what's called isur mitzvah? It's a shenuyot shel aliyot. It's a, a, a rabbin, rabbinan aliyot. Amai kari la isur mitzvah. Says the why do we call uh, a derabanan isur mitzvah? What kind of funny name is mitzvah for isur derabanan? Amar Abai, Abai says, you know why we call it that? Because mitzvah l'shma, because mitzvah listen to the rabbis. So we call that isur mitzvah. That's how we know, that's what it's called. Isur Kiddusha, the Mishnah had explained that Isur Kiddusha is Amana the Kohen Gadol, Grusha Chutal Chon Idiot. If a widow marries the Kohen Gadol or a divorcee marries the Kohen Idiot. Why do we call that Isur Kiddusha? What's Kiddusha about that? Dechtiv, Kasuk says, Kiddushim Yulachim, but the Kohanim, it says they have to be holy. So we call this Kohanim thing, we call it holiness. Also, Tanya, we learned, Yudah Machlif, Yudah in the Brita flips it. We call the Isur Mitzvah, the Rabbanan, and the Isur Kedushah, the Kohen Gadol, to the Amanah. They flip it over there, Rabbi Yudah holds, and he says, no, Isur Mitzvah is the, the Kohen, and Isur Kedushah is, is, the, is the regular the Rabbanans. How does he do it? Isur Mitzvah, Michael Isur Mitzvah, so if so, why do we call Isur Mitzvah? Because the Basuk says, by Kohanim, Eleham Mitzvot. Okay? Yisur Kedusha is Shniot. That's, that's the Derabanans. Why do we call Yisur Kedusha? Amar Abayeh, Kol Mekayim Divrei Hachamim Nekra Kadosh. Anyone who follows the laws of the rabbis becomes a Kadosh, so we call it Kedusha. Okay? Beautiful. Amar Le Rabbah, Rabbah says, Kol Shur Enu Mekayim Divrei Hachamim, if you tell me it's called Yisur Kedusha, it sounds like if you keep the laws of the rabbis, so you're a kadosh, and if you don't, okay, so you're not a kadosh, but I'm still a good guy. Is that what you're going to say? Okay. Rabbi doesn't like that. Ela Amarava, kadesh mutalach. It's not coming from the, the telling you that you're called a kadosh, but what we're telling you. That Basuk says that when it talks about making new Isurim, the Rabbanan, it says, make yourself holy with what's mutar to you. You make yourself holy by putting by instituting the Rabbanans which make which add to your Isurim. So therefore that's why it's called Isur Kedusha. But we're not telling you that you're a Kadosh if you listen to the rabbis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't listen to the rabbis. That's not really so optional. Okay. We set an example. Almana le Kohen Gadol, a case of Almana to a Kohen Gadol. Says in Kapasik Petani, we learned, Loshna Minasuim, Loshna Minasuim. Almana to Kohen Gadol, we didn't say that you have to be 
fully married or partially married, kiddushin or nisuin. It sounds like either one, it's asur. When when when, when your sister-in-law is an almana, it doesn't make a difference if she was previously married with full marriage, or she, maybe she was even previously married with only kiddushin. Almana means. Uh, is a widow. Okay, so widow marries to Gengadol. The question is, was the widow fully married? That she actually slept with her husband? Or was she only Kiddushin only? Now, the fact that the Mishnah didn't specify is indicative that either way, you're not allowed to marry Gengadol. And when you fall for Yibum to a Gengadol, he can't marry you. Right? Bishlam I understand why you can't marry if she was fully married. Because, and there's two separate issues for a Kohen Gadol to marry a, a, a widow. One is it says he can't marry a widow. That's a lot that said don't marry a widow. And there's a positive comment that he has to marry a betula. He has to marry a girl who was never married before. Okay. okay? So there's, since there's a lot, since there's a yibum, there's, there's, and the Torah also says marry your brother's wife. So the, the, the positive commandment of marry your brother's wife is battling up against two, a, a, a positive and a negative commandment. When it goes against a positive negative, it can't beat it, and therefore we say, don't marry your brother's wife. Right? Because you have two over here. So I understand when you're married from full marriage, since you have the don't marry a widow, and the positive marry a bitullah, and it's going up against marry your brother's wife. Right? I shouldn't be telling you that. So it doesn't, we don't do it. We do chalitza, but we, we don't do this. Good. But when you have a girl who's only married kiddushin, beforehand and then the husband died and then it comes up against this so you have an aseh against a lotase so usually the aseh can push off a lotaseh so why over here don't we say that from the kiddushin alone that the queen gadol should marry the widow if it's kiddushin alone because it's only an aseh it's only a lotaseh and a lo- an aseh could push off a lotase. Mm-hmm. you understand the question yeah good so it says of getting doing yibum come push off the lotase. Why don't we do it? Hear the question? Amar says It says by Khalitza that if the guy doesn't want to marry her, the Yivama has to go to the Betin. Okay? And we say, you won't have to tell me the Yivama has to go. We're just talking about the Yivama the whole time. Why don't you say the Yivama? Matamad the Yivama. Why don't you say the Yivama? Yesh lo Yivama achat she'olel lechalitzav enolel yibum ve'ezu zechai velavin. We have a special pasuk telling you that his Yivama goes to the to do chalitzah. And it's telling me to tell you that there's one type of girl, his Yivama, whoever this Yivama is, there's one type of girl who can only do chalitzah. And not Ibu. And who's that? The widow to the Kohen Gadol. Telling you that even the widow from only Kiddushin can't do. Can't do Ibu. Can't do Ibu. Must do Chalitza. There's one Deoraita girl who the Torah is telling you, even though, yeah, it's an Aseh, which should push off a lot Aseh. But since we said Yivim To, his Yivama, can we tell you that there is one Yivama who can only do Chalitza? How do you know that this Yivim To refers to Kohen Gadol? Oh, good. He says, who, who told you it was talking about this one? It just says, there's one. Who told you it's this case? Right? That's your question. It says, Gemara. Ve'ema chayvei kritut. 
maybe it's talking about the Yavama of Chavei Kitut, of a sister. And telling you that, that the sister you do Chalitza. We say the sister, you don't do anything. That's what we say. When the girl, when you, sister-in-law is your sister, you do nothing. Or you do, you do. Maybe this, since it's, it's anonymous, it doesn't say which one it's talking about. Who told you to talk about Amalak Kohen Gadol? Maybe it's talking about your sister, you should do Chalitza. Why you make your sister, oh, no Chalitza. Uh, maybe your sister is also, maybe it's talking about that one. Who told you? You with us or no? Okay. If the man doesn't want to take her, right? Then she goes to the Betin. It sounds like if you want to take her, you could marry her. Anyone who you could do, Yibum, or then you could do Chalitza. So if so, if you can't do Yibum, can't do Chalitza, maybe you can't do that on Amak and Gadol. But it says, include with Yibum who told you who told you should be this one not that one okay we're on the top of Chafamavet this is our question where we're up to okay says, I'll tell you you know how I know that it's talking about the Kohen Gadol that it gets knocked off and not talking about the sister I'll tell you how I know Mr. because it's logical why is it logical when it comes to Kohen Gadol to the Amana that if he would break the rules and marry her it works Right? But right. but when you're trying to marry your sister, it doesn't work at all. You don't need a divorce. So probably the Torah is telling you to do Khalitza by the one that it would work and not by the one that it wouldn't work anyway. Okay? Logical. That's the Gemara's answer. So it says the Gemara, Mativ Rava, we are now on the third line on Chafamurbet. Rava asked the question. Isur mitzvah v'isur kedushah. If you have a case of isur mitzvah or kedushah, ba'aleha, if the guy has relations with her, or chalatzla, or does chalitza to her, niftira tzarata, the tzara becomes patur. So if you have, in this case, kohen gadol to, uh, to a widow, and there's a co-wife too, okay, and you're really supposed to do chalitza, okay? So if you did chalitza, or you did Yibum, then the Tzara co-wife is Asur. Now, you weren't allowed to do Yibum, but if you did Chalitza, which you're supposed to, or Yibum that you're not supposed to do, either way, your co-wife becomes Patur. Now, If what we're saying is true, that the Torah itself is telling us that he's supposed to do chalitza, not yibum. Right? Then this pasuk is yeah. referring to her. Yeah. So then, if the Torah is telling me no yibum, then why do we say that when you do yibum, the co-wife gets... gets if you do yibum to the, girl, to, to the widow, then the co-wife gets paturified. We said that, in this baita, that when you have almana to a kohen gadol, and there's a co-wife too. Co-wife also. Okay. And you decide to go to the uh, to go to the widow and do chalitza. The Good. co-wife gets patur. Good. Or if it also says that if you do yibum against the rules to the widow, also the co-wife gets patur. Just two not allowed. 
the chalitza you were supposed to do. Yivama, yibum, you were not supposed to do. Uh-huh. And the brightness is that either one that you do to the Kohen Gadol, to the widow from the Kohen Gadol, it makes the co-wife of the widow exempt. I understand chalitza at school, why the co-wife is exempt. But if you tell me that Midoraiti you're not allowed to do Yibum, how does Yibum allow the co-wife to do anything? How does Yibum to the bad girl, to the girl you weren't supposed to do allow anything on the co-wife? As like you, the Torah says only Chalitza, not Yibum. That's the question of Rabbah. Who motiv who He asked the question and he answers the question. And what is it? Let's study in Kitani. It's two different things. Ba'alea, when we said if you had relations with her, that's referring to Isu Mitzvah, that's referring to Tadavanans. Because it's spoke about Isu Mitzvah and Kiddusha. So we're going to tell you that the case of the relations is only on the Mitzvah. The Chalitza is on the Kiddusha, which is not going at all. So you're right, it doesn't work. It wouldn't work. We're talking about, you misunderstood what, we, what the Brighter said. Okay. Mati Rava, another question from Rava. We talk about Pitzua Daka Kruchivcha or Saris Bide Adam. Um, there's three types of men who can't have kids. Different types of different, this problem, crushed, broken, different things. Okay? If all these guys are brother-in-laws, right? And they're not, these guys are not allowed to marry Jewish girls. Which kind of guys? It's like guys with problems with their with their big milah, different, different problems that they can't have kids. Oh, okay. okay? Or Zaken, or an old guy who can't have kids. Too old. In those cases... They can do chalitza or yibum. They can do both. Now it's very funny. They can't have kids. Wasn't the reason to marry the oh, girl to have kids? Kids, it has to work. Yeah, good. Metu v'lahem achim, lahem nashim. If they died without, if you're talking about a case where these guys, what's the case? Is the case that this old guy or this broken guy? was married, right, mm-hmm. with a wife, and their brothers are doing maimar, or they gave a get, or they did chalitza, whatever they did, they did. In Balu, and if they had relations, so they, they married her. Or the other way around, what if, it, what if it was a case of the brothers died and these, the, and the old guy or the broken guy wants to marry their wives, or they did ma'amar, or they gave a get, or did chalitza, then whatever they married, married, and if they had relations, so then it worked. But they have to kick. They have, they have to divorce them anyway. So that's that, that's the end of the Gemara. So says If you hold that a lavin, anyone who has a love, which would include these fellows who are not allowed to get married. So then why should it work if they... Oh, wow. This is Joey. Unbelievable. We, we have to, Joey, you got to find the Yivamot. 
You want to lick him with the... Uh, no. Oh, this one, yeah. Thank you. See, the guy comes once every couple of months, and now he's ready to the rabbi. Yeah. You don't believe it. He's in the rabbi's spot. You ready? This is the rabbi's chair? I'm joking. I'm sitting here doing it. No, Vic? <laughs> okay. Right? So why does it work if you marry them? Rather, Rabbi says no. Okay. So we're answering the question like this. Our original question was like this, Mr. Hammer. You have a case of a Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol is forbidden to marry a widow. Okay? Now, if, it depends how widowed is she. If she was fully married with Kiddushin and Nisuin, fully married, she had relations and, and a ring and relations, okay? Then, she's fully married and there's two Averot to marry her. One is, to as a positive commitment, marry a virgin. And a negative commitment, don't marry a widow. So that we have an, if, if, if this widow was, a, was married to a guy's brother, the Kohen Gadol's brother, okay? And then the Kohen Gadol's brother dies. So now the Torah is saying, do you boom on her? Right. Okay? But we have two negatives telling you not to. You have a negative and a positive coming telling you not to. So the rule is one positive can't push off a negative and positive. So if she's fully married, you have a double. But we said, but if she's only Kiddushinified, so you only gave her a ring without sleeping with her. So then you don't have the problem of don't uh, of marry a virgin. That's not true. All you have is don't marry a widow. So the rule is the positive commandment can't push off a lotase. So why don't we say that you should marry her? We should say let the positive commandment of do, doing yibum push off the negative of don't marry a widow and marry her. Right. Why do we say not to? Says El Amarava, Almana mina erosinami lotasehu. Even for, with a Kiddushin, there's two. You thought there's only one from Kiddushin? There's really two. Why? Because there's don't marry a widow. Plus, there's another one of be holy. And be holy means don't marry a widow. Therefore, there's a positive. So it doesn't push over uh, two, two, one to two. But also, go ahead and can't marry someone that's divorced, no? I'm sorry, what? No, but this girl's not divorced. She's only widowed. Okay? She never got to get, she just, her husband died. But then there's a, there's a case where Kiddushin, he gave her the ring, but he didn't sleep with her. Okay. Good, and then, and then he died. She's not a widow. She's a widow, not a divorcee. Uh-huh. Good. Says Mamzeret unatina But the Mishnah didn't just talk about uh, Kohen to Yisrael. The Mishnah also spoke about a Mamzeret to Yisrael. If a Yisrael, let's say, we, we spoke about a case. Let's say you have a Yisrael married to a, 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 a Yisrael whose brother married a Mamzeret, who he's not allowed to do, but he married her. Okay? And then he dies without kids. You got it? So you have Reuben and Shimon, brothers. Shimon married Mamzeret illegally, but the marriage works. He wasn't allowed to marry Mamzeret. And then he died without kids. Serves him right. Now, after he dies without kids... Shimon 
is now his wife, the Mamzeret, falls in front of Shimon. Right? We said, Shimon's not allowed to marry her either. Okay? We said, she needs Chalitza. But she can't do Yibu. That's what we said in the Mishnah. Yeah. We're asking, what do we need it for? Since the Basuk says, lawyer, that's what we said. But we're asking now a question. We said, wait a second. Let the positive commandment of do Yibum knock off the negative of don't, of don't marry Mamzer. Mm-hmm. And why do we say you can only do Chalitza? Let him do Yibum also. Positive knocks off negative. Why did I wish to say don't marry the Mamzeret, just do Chalitza? We should have said do it. Why? Because the positive commandment of do Yibum Knocking off the negative, don't marry Mamzer. You with us or no? Says the Gemara. Ktiv, over there also there's a positive commandment. You know why? Pasuk says, Be holy. And marrying Mamzer is not holy, and therefore you go against that too. Okay, so says the Gemara. If so, let's run on Hatorah. If so, if so, every, every, the whole Torah, every, every mitzvah is, is a positive, is a, is a positive and a negative. Because it says, be holy. Somebody doesn't know. answer. Really, from the Torah, the Quenadol is allowed to marry the widow. In the Torah glasses, according to this new answer, the Torah really lets the Quenadol to marry the widow. And the Torah allows the the Torah allows the Kohen Gadol to marry the widow, but the rabbis don't let. Why don't the rabbis let? Because really, the say of do yivamum does push off the one isur of of don't marry a, a widow, but the rabbis are worried that if we allow you to marry the widow from kiddushin only, you might say, hey. Last time there was a Kohen Gadol that happened to, we let him marry the widow. And the next time a Kohen Gadol has a widow who's a full widow, even from marriage, even from relations, you'll say, oh, let her get married. And you won't realize that that was one was from the Yisrael, one was the Yisrael. So the rabbi said, no Kohenim married widow. We're marrying widows. Even though Medoraita really could marry a widow if she's only from Kedushin. That's the new, new way to go about it. Okay? Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol. always marry a widow. Okay. Uh, even nowadays, Kohen Gadol allowed to marry widows. They're just not allowed to marry divorces. Okay, let's go. So Mar says, "Okay, that's cool." When it comes to right here, Mamzeret. Last word line is Mamzeret. You see it? Mamzeret v'nitina ma'ikel ameimar. The Gemara says that's true when it comes to a Kohen Gadol, but Mamzeret. Why, why did the rabbis make a gezerah by Mamzeret? Why did we say that you should have to do chalitza, let the aseh of do yibum push off the Mamzeret, and when your brother was married to Mamzeret illegally, we should say that the, that the brother, that the, 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 when the dead brother was married to a Mamzeret, the live brother should have to marry her. Yibum. Why do we say only do chalitza? Let's say do yibum. Let the aseh push it off. And don't tell me we're worried about it. What are you worried about here? Right? So says the Gemara. says, you're right. Really, we should. But the rabbis are nervous. What are they nervous about? They're nervous that if we allow the 
the brother-in-law to marry this mamzeret, people will say, well, mamzerets are not so bad. Well, I know there was one case where the Torah told you to marry the mamzeret. And then a guy will marry mamzeret even without. Ibum. That's the gizera. Okay? El ma'ata, if so, eshet achiv me'aviv, lo tetyabem, gizera m'shul eshet achiv me'imo, Morris says, oh yeah? If so, in every Yibum case, right, the rule is, you only do Yibum on your brother's wife if it's a brother from a dad. If it's a brother from a mom, you can't do Yibum. And they're Asur. So let's say, same thing. Don't let anyone do Yibum, ever, because you might confuse the brothers. If I allow you to do Yibum on your brother from your dad, you might say, oh, listen, I'm going to do it on the brother from your mom. Make the same gizera, same way you worry about all these other gizera, make this one too, and they'll tell them never have Yibum. And you can never marry her. Right? They'll never ever marry Yibum. The Lord says, Yibum b'nachala tali rachmana, umed yada. The Lord says, no. Since the Torah t- tells you that Yibum is, because you have to take over your brother's portion in inheritance, and everyone knows that inheritance goes by the dad, not the mom. Therefore, no one's going to make that mistake, so we don't make the kizera. Okay. Mara says, oh yeah. Another question. Isha she'en labanim. Lotet yabem. Gizera mishum isha she'esh labanim. I have another question. Let's say, don't let yibum ever happen. Because yibum only happens on a girl who's got no kids. And let's say, well, if we let a girl who has no kids do it, which are toilets, maybe what people say, hey, what's the difference? If you let a girl do it, I'll let I'll marry a girl, I'll marry my sister-in-law even when she has kids. Mm. Let's say the same question. Mm-hmm. Well, I says no. Yeah. Torah tells you that you have to try, you're marrying her to have kids. And therefore, if the girl already has kids, no one's going to make that mistake. What if she's, what if she's pregnant? No, you have to wait. You can't marry her. You can't have to wait till she's Yes. Married. Okay. Or well, is another case. Another question. We have a rule that you can only marry your sister-in-law if you were alive when the dead guy, when the, your brother was married to her. But if a mother gives birth after her son, her married son dies... And therefore, her, this new brother was never alive with the original brother. Then it's Eshechim Shlomo and it's Asur to do Yibum. Mara says, let's not let any Yibum cases, because if we allow a Yibum case when the guy was alive, maybe they'll say, in the case where the kid was born afterwards also, you'll say, oh, I can do Yibum and you're not allowed to then. Mara says, no. Also there, the Pasuk says that when brothers are living together and therefore everyone knows that the brothers have to be able to live together and no one's going to make that error yeah, you got to be like 18 she'd be like 39 it could happen I know it could happen especially with these young marrying boats you know you got to watch yeah, out for these yeah. things okay says the Gemara okay Mar says there's a rule that an Ilonit, a girl who's physically immature and can't have kids, does not is not allowed to do yibum. 
So if she was married to a person's brother and the brother and the brother died, yeah. then you can't do yibum. But well, let's not let any woman in the world do yibum, because if we let her do yibum, then next time there's, there's an Ilonit who's married, you're going to say, oh, she can also do yibum, and she's not allowed to. No, she doesn't need anything. Right. You know, she needs nothing, right? Right. says, no, Ilonit no shicha. Ilonit don't happen too often. And therefore the rabbis don't make gizina on cases that don't happen too often. And that, therefore, since it's very rare to have a girl who's immature and I, full Ilonit, and therefore, since it doesn't happen, we don't have to worry about them. We don't make it for them. But says, oh, oh yeah? It's like a physically immature meaning. Like physically immature means that she doesn't, she doesn't physically, physically mature. Like, yeah, like, like Down do, syndrome? Like, or not really it's not Down syndrome, no. It's a special case. They don't develop breasts. They don't have... They, they have a deep voice. They have all different... There's, there's a bunch of signs, like I was going to say, signs of Ilonit. And those girls never have kids. They never get their period. They don't have kids. And, uh, but their rule is they can't do... And if they were married to a guy, they're allowed to be married to a guy if the guy has other kids. If the guy doesn't have kids, he can't marry her because he has to, he's misfired to have kids. But if he's, he has other wife where he has kids, then he's allowed to marry this one too. But if they fall for Yiboom, they can't do Yiboom because the point of Yiboom is to have kids and... and Make it go to the for, the for the dead brother, and this girl can't have kids, so therefore she's excluded, and she's not allowed to do yibum. If not allowed to do yibum, so let's not let anyone do, do divorce, because if we let them, a regular girl get divorced, you might do the same thing by this girl. No, this thing never happens. Why says, oh yeah, what about Mamzeretina? But the rabbis, what about Mamzeret Unetina, which is also not common, right? Why did the rabbis say that you can't do it? Because well, maybe you'll marry a regular mamzer routine. I thought we said we don't worry about non-common cases, and mamzer is not a common case. We, don't make, we said before we don't make it like it's okay to get. Exactly, but what do you worry about? I thought mamzer is not so common. I thought you don't worry about common, from Eilid. You told me that you don't worry about common. You don't worry about uncommon cases. But now it seems that you are. It looks like you are so worried about uncommon cases. Why are you making it all like that? So that knocked off the answer. Now we have to come up with a new answer. Okay? We just knocked off the answer. It lasted for a while. We, we took a lot of punches, and we're still standing. But now we got knocked. So we got to get a new answer. El Amarava Rava has a new answer. Gezera biyarishuna atu biyashniya. Really? New answer. Listen to this, Joey. Listen closely. Really, in all these cases, according to the Torah, the Aseh pushes off the Lot Aseh. And the Kohen Gadol could marry the Almanah from Kiddushin. And the, the Israel can marry the Mamzer, Mamzeret. But the Torah only allows in Yibum the first relations that you have. When Torah says do yibum, it only told you to do the first relations. It didn't tell you to stay married to her. What do you mean? Which means the mitzvah de oraita is to do yibum. Okay. That mitzvah de oraita is only to have that first relations you ever had. Okay. okay. Once you finish that first relations, it's optional to stay married to her or not. Okay. Oh, now that optional marriage is not allowed in the case of a Kohen Gadol. Because the Kohen Gadol, you have a lot to say not to marry her. 
So, yes, Taseh would push off the lotus here, but only for the first relations and not the second ones. And the rabbis making Gizera, we're worried. Don't do the first relations, because if you do, we're afraid you might do a second one. And the second one you're not allowed to do, because we not only made you do the first one, the second one's a voluntary one. Can't do vol- voluntaries. You could do if the girl's a regular girl, or if the girl's a mamzeret, or the girl's a widow and you're a queen adult from Erosin. You're not allowed to. That's what we want. Got it? Thanks, son. We don't let you do the first one because we're afraid to do another one. Guys, he already had one. Okay, I'll have another one. Usually you could do it, but now you can't. No, because regular Yibum, if it's a, a regular girl who's not. To not if, if it's a regular girl who's not. Asur, like a, like a widow to a Kohen Gadol. Right. So then you're allowed to have the second one, too. Because it, it's voluntary. You can do it. Go ahead, if you want. If you want to have... The mitzvah is the first one. And the second one, once you're married, you can stay married to no problem. Right. But here, the Torah says, don't marry the widow. So therefore, once you did finish your mitzvah, so the Aseh pushed off the Lotaseh. Cool. But once the, once the Lotaseh is gone, once, that's only for the, for the when you have an Aseh. But once you finish the first, first relations... There is no Aseh anymore. There's only a lot of Aseh. So you're not allowed to have the second relations. And you might, you might do it. You understand? Did you get it or no? Yeah, because by a widow it's different. By a widow it's different because only the first relations is, is allowed. And, and the Aseh is pushing up the lot Aseh for the first one, but not for the second one. But when there's no widow, when, when, when it's not a widow to a Gengadol, when it's a widow to a regular Israel, marry with all you want. Have, have a thousand relations. We don't care. Oh, this is by Kohen. There's only by a widow to a Kohen. You understand? The purpose of the whole thing is to have a children, and you know, she's a Betulash, she's going to have a child. If on the first, if that means that it has to be. Why did you just don't look at the first time and not the other one? That is a good question. I don't know. Okay. Now answer that question. Tanya Namihachi, we have a writer like this as well. Imbalu. Kanu, biyarishuna, veasur biyashnia, lekayman biyashnia. Hadam Rabbah. Then Rabbah said a new thing. Veitim Ravashi, love milti dami. What I told you is wrong. Damarish lekish rojekis says, kom akom shatam motzeh. Any time that you find aseh v'lot aseh, imatoy yachol lekayman shnehem. If you could keep both of them, mutav better. Veim love. Oh. Basically, Rubber backed off what he just told you. And Rubber says, now, no, what I, what I told you, that really you're allowed to marry for the first relations is wrong. Why? Because whenever the Torah says that Aseh pushes off the Lotase, that's only when the only option you have is to do it. But if you have an option to avoid knocking the Lotaseh, then, then the Aseh doesn't push up the Lotaseh. And here in our case, being that the Torah didn't tell you you have to do Yibum, so I thought you could do Yibum or Chalitza. And therefore it's only your choice that you want to do Yibum. And therefore the Yibum does not push up the Lotaseh, and you're never allowed to marry her, not even the first one. Not even the first relations. Because since it was, you're only having relations because you want to, not because the Torah told you, and therefore it doesn't push off. Because you could have done Chalitza, you could have took off the shoe and spit on the floor. So why are you allowed? Because you want to, and it doesn't push up a lot of And you're never allowed to marry even the first one. You with me? No, no. You didn't get that? I got it, yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs>
to the rabbi who came up with the chidush that the first one's allowed by the Kohen Gadol, backed off, no, no, it's not allowed, the first one even. Okay? Metiv. So not, not, even, not even the first one. We were saying before that they're allowed the first one, but it's Gizerah, because maybe the second one, no. Even the first one's not allowed, because since it's Chalitza, it's not allowed. Metivi, so Rava asked, the Gemara asked a question on Rava. It says, V'imbalu kanu. How could you say that it doesn't work, right? It says that if they got married, it works. So you see, you see it's only the Rabbanan. You're right, it's a knockoff. So Gemara goes back and says now, you're right, you knocked it off just now. And now that you knocked it off, we're going back to the answer of Rabbah to say that it does not go off and you're allowed to have the first relation and not the second. Because of this question. Okay. So it turns out that it does not go off. Itmar. Okay, we're on the bottom. Two, line, two dots, two lines before the bottom. Itmar, we learned. Oh, wow. It's late. But we didn't get to finish it up. Itmar. I'll do a little more. Biat Kohen Gadol Ma'amana. If a Kohen Gadol has relations with, with an Almana, Rabbi Yochanan Malazim, Chadamar Ena Poteret Sata. One says, it doesn't make the Tzara Patur. Chadamar Poteret Sata. One says, it doesn't make the Tzara Patur. Okay, we're talking about, maybe we should leave this tomorrow. Okay, we'll leave this tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Ve'amen.